Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the great state of Arizona, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. It is Monday, April 4th into Tuesday, April 5th, 2022, and we have a great show for you this evening. I hope that everybody had a really great weekend, enjoyed your time off if you had time off. I know I always enjoy a couple of days off to not really have to focus on reading and researching so in-depth coming up with new show topics and new ideas, but it really is who I am. So I really think that, um, you know, the love I have for this, this radio show is just an extension of my soul. And I pour that soul into each and every show that I put together and, and broadcast to you Monday through Friday, five nights a week. And it's that soul, that spirit, whatever you choose to call it, that animates our physical body that some believe they can utilize as part of a technological revolution in uploading that soul or that spirit into a machine, into a computer, using brain-machine interfaces to start, and then taking what we call the soul or what we call the spirit or what we call consciousness and putting it inside of a machine. Now, when you start breaking down the terminology here, what is a soul? What is a spirit? What is consciousness? It might become more difficult to upload those things into a computer. Uploading the self into a machine will likely just involve a copying of the brain. It will not be you. It will be a replication of you in a digital environment. And despite the fact that we're told the technology for this is years and years away, decades away, maybe even centuries away, that's very unlikely, though. Probably a couple of decades, we're told. The technology nevertheless exists today to begin the process of slowly integrating what we consider to be the self into a computer. And we do that every time we log onto the internet, every time we make a phone call every time we text, every time we use a computer, a tablet, a phone, etc., we are logging into the digital universe and we are uploading content of who we are, what we like, what we dislike, what we'll hug and give a, a big you know heart to on Facebook. We care, we love, we like. All of that is creating the digital self. All of that is creating our digital avatar. And beyond the digital avatar, Elon Musk's Tesla is unveiling within the next 12 months, it could be sooner than that, it might be later, but it's likely within the next 12 months, the Optimus robot. Obviously named, the Optimus robot will be basically a 
avatar of the digital self in cyberspace. So you will be uploaded into a computer and then will be able to interact with the physical world through the Optimus robot. That is at least what Elon Musk is optimistic about. And you notice that this is a complete reversal of the natural order. Rather than being in the physical world and logging into a digital environment, we will be in the digital world and log into a physical environment. It's a complete role reversal. It's overturning the natural order. Some might refer to this, therefore, as satanic or evil. I don't use those terms from a religious point of view. I don't use those terms in the sense that they relate to God or creation. I use those terms in the sense that anything that overturns organic materiality is a distortion of that materiality, and any distortion is essentially evil because it's a reversal of that which is living. And L-I-V-E reversed is E-V-I-L. These are all things that, in one part or another, and in very great detail, I documented in a book I wrote called The Technological Elixir. And in fact, tonight's show title is a play on that book. Tonight's show I called A Technological Elixir, Optimus Subprime. Now, this isn't just a standard book or this isn't just a standard radio show where we rail on the disadvantages of technology and we don't acknowledge that technology has made our world safer, technology has made our world cleaner, technology has made our world more luxurious, we work less than we used to, we were healthier than we used to, and that's because of technological advances. So my issue is not with technology. My issue is with those who choose to use technology to control other people. And of course, that's always the double-edged sword of technology, and that's something I explain in the book, The Technological Elixir. And, And that's kind of the first part of the book. The book also gets into UFOs. The book also gets into the music industry. It gets into uh, symbolism. It gets into the esoterica of, of the Edenic story, the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, which is a story that brings us back around to technology because, you know, Adam was the first man in the garden, right? And then you had Eve made from his rib. You probably know this story. Well, if you think about what the metaverse is, how have we been sold this idea of the metaverse? It's going to be decentralized. People think, well, that means corporations won't control it. It'll be a free exercise of thought, a free exercise of innovation, uh, ingenuity, new, new creations, everything in a digital sphere. I mean, I don't know if you, you watch YouTube. I, I really don't get on YouTube that much, but I was looking for some, some videos and some, some music and some other things on YouTube over the weekend, and I kept getting these commercials for digital assets, upload digital ideas, and, and people can buy them, digital property, digital you know, houses, it's just all this digital, 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 digital. It, it's, it doesn't exist. It's 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 made up, and yet people are investing millions, maybe even billions of dollars into this this digital environment. Now, not everything is the metaverse, but the concept is still the same. And again, using that concept of inverting reality, inverting life, L I V E E V I L. Take meta, and what do you get when you reverse meta? You get the atom, A T E M. The first man. Now, interestingly enough, the atom 
means to breathe. That's interesting, I think, because the atim, meaning to breathe, is like God breathing into the nostrils of Adam in Genesis. God breathed into the nostrils of Adam. Adam comes to life with the breath of life. And the meta, by inverting that Edenic creation story, makes it the atim, the first man who has breath breathed into his nostrils. Now, the original first man, Adam, is the mada. If you reverse Adam, you get the mada. And the element of the mataverse or the metaverse is the verse, which is a magical spell or a curse that puts one into a hypnotic state, like the one that the soul enters into upon physical birth. Therefore, by extending physical life indefinitely, you are extending spiritual death indefinitely. Now, throughout history, man has been trying to create artificial life. Man has been trying to summon changelings. Man has been trying to understand what the changeling is. You don't always summon a changeling. Sometimes a changeling, you know, the story of fairies, they just come and replace the babies. Man has been trying to summon, in the case of uh, Aleister Crowley, you know, the, the, the famous lamb. Uh, John D. and Edward Kelly were conducting experiments back in the 1500s, uh, communicating with Enochian angels. Uh, the story, of course, of the probably the most famous little man, the homunculus of the, of the Greeks. Uh, this was all part of a, a subsection of alchemy, the attempt to create life out of essentially nothing, but creating a supernatural form of life and, and creating this artificial form that, that one could control. And you would need an immense amount of energy to do this. That's why some, as myself, speculate that the detonation of the Trinity bomb opened the door for interaction with these otherworldly beings. And of course, the UFO phenomena exploded immediately after that. And if you don't know about the Trinity detonation, they actually brought a, a basically an alchemical vessel that they set next to the bomb. This is what alchemists used to do. They used to have the empty vessel for which they would then create. They would hope that this vessel was basically an artificial womb that the homunculus, that this little creature, this little man would then form in through this you know, intense creation of energy and life force, which is why you know, Frankenstein's monster comes to life with electricity. There has to be some big you know, electrical, some big uh, 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 force, energy, that brings this thing to life, which is why... I think we've seen over the last four months since the Super Bowl, which we know is, is an oracle for the rest of the year with the commercials and the halftime show, what's being promoted, we see that as, as the cultural trend. We saw electricity, 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 Zeus, and, and the gods, the rap gods or the rapt gods, the mummies of Mesoamerican Egypt, all this electricity, it's in movies and TV shows. It's electricity, electricity. I mean, look how hard DC, DC, think about DC. Direct current energy. DC Comics is being pushed with Flash and, and Shazam and um, Black Adam. Again, it's the same imagery because something is being summoned culturally. Now, Kabbalists refer to the tiny man as the Golem, an artificial humanoid creature formed out of raw material like dirt or clay. Sometimes this tiny man isn't so much a tiny man, it's a big man. But nevertheless, it is created out of dirt and clay, raw material, basically distorting something that is natural and organic. It's from the Hebrew word for man, Adam, 
Adam, that we get Adam, or Mada, which is the Meta. The name also stems from O-A-Dam-Ah, meaning clay of the earth. The clay that Adam was created from before having life breathed into his nostrils. The artificial golem, however, is created by man and is created for either protection or destruction. It's usually created for protection, but it can destroy too in, in protecting its master, for example. Now, a magical name has to be placed on the forehead of that creature to bring it to life, right? I'm sure you all know the story. Part of that name has to be removed in order to destroy the creature. Now, the word that's usually written on the forehead is truth in Hebrew. Truth in Hebrew is emet, emet. If you remove the E, it kills the creature and leaves us with met, emet. Remove the E and you get met. You get met. Meta, like the metaverse, the artificial universe. We are being promised that immersion in this metaverse, like Metatron, the angel, Metatron's cube, immersion in this cube will give us the elixir of life through technology. But I believe that this is a lie. The elixir is only as good as its source and ingredients. And drinking of this elixir promises us a new physical birth, extending physical life and experience indefinitely, which by extension guarantees an extension of the death of the soul and the spirit. Now, this is happening so fast, we don't even have an idea. We're not even paying attention. Every day, it's something new. And 50 years ago, let's say, if we would have had the technology for pretty much anybody to, you know, get online and access the internet and share ideas and communicate, you'd have probably had the same groups of, of, of types of groups of people that were afraid of technology and at all costs would want to prevent technological development. And that would have been devastating to, well, everybody. Because technology has has made our life, you know, healthier, cleaner, easier, safer, etc. But again, there are other types of technologies that are used by people who don't want to make your life healthier. They don't want to make your life easier. They want to make your life more difficult. They want to control every aspect of your life. They don't care about freedom of thought, but they'll sell you the idea because they know that you care about freedom of thought. And this is kind of a, you know, this is kind of a scary thing because newer technologies are creating a world in which there really isn't going to be a way to opt out. There isn't going to be an option, number two. It's you have one option or you don't live anymore. I don't say that to scare you. Just think about it for a second. The World Government Summit last week. They were saying that a new form of currency was going to be introduced. You won't be able to have your, your cards. You won't be able to have your, your checks. You won't be able to have your cash. Totally cashless. And the woman that was talking about this at the World Government Summit, I believe her name was uh, Pippa or Pippa, she said that this would provide a virtually 
absolute list of every transaction that occurs in the economy. You know, everything. Which would mean that nothing, you would not be able to have a gig economy. You would not be, I mean, things would have to be done on basically a black market underground if you wanted to opt out of that system. And that would become more and more difficult with surveillance technology and just the way that everything is interconnected. That's the Internet of Things, the IoT, the smart grid, the smart home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's part of the shift that they also talked about at the World Government Forum into new forms of of energy, which sounds, again, like a good idea, but we're, we're decades, if not half a century of research and development away from implementing those technologies safely and and economically efficiently. But they're saying that they want to introduce just, you know, everything is electrical. And if everything's electrical, everything can just be shut off. You could be driving your Tesla in the middle of the desert and it can be deactivated because of whatever reason. Gasoline-powered car, that isn't going to happen. So this is about restricting movement, not giving you greater movements. It's about restricting commerce, not giving you greater ability to transact. It's about control, and it all has to do with the technological elixir and the idea that we can become like Optimus Prime. We can become a powerful robot with organic components or just become completely machine. But that's not reality. Reality is these new technologies are being used to create a subprime reality or a digital subreality, which is what Samsung calls 6 G technology. It's not a cell phone tower. 6G technology. I've tried to explain this to people and they look at me and they scratch their heads like it's just it's just like cell phone. No, it's not cell phones. No. Samsung wrote a white paper on this, a big one. And it just explicitly says in the paper that the 6G system is going to be run by machines. That's it. It's going to be run by machines. And they say in the paper that we'll be able to, quote, replicate people, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. They say as the number of connected machines grows exponentially, those machines will become dominant users of 6G communications. Now, you might have seen this idea of Web 3.0. It's been in the news pretty much every week for the last couple of months. Web 3.0. I first saw this, I saw some social media companies saying, yes, we need Web 3.0. We need more decentralization. And I thought that was so bizarre that companies like Twitter would be calling for decentralization because of censorship. They literally said that there's too much censorship in social media and on the internet this is Twitter, which banned the Babylon Bee for making a joke. Twitter said there's too much censorship. We need Web 3.0. And they say Web 3.0 is a decentralized system. Here's a news report from Fox Channel 5 News in New York just a week ago. Web 3, what is it? The big idea. There's no borders in Web 3. Instead of dozens of accounts across social media, email, banking, music, video, shopping, you name it, platforms, one personalized digital profile will take each of us and all our followers everywhere we go online. We find in its decentralization, listen to this, 
reducing the reliance upon massive banks of servers and climate-controlled warehouses owned by mega corporations able to censor the Internet and profit off our data without paying us a cent. But I don't know how anybody can buy the idea that Web 3.0 is going to be a decentralized system, which is just an implication decentralized. Oh, it's decentralized. We're in control of it, right? Just like all the cryptocurrency and digital you know, assets, you're in control of that because you can hold it in your hands and nobody can take it away from you, right? How can you support that when the people like mega corporations that you're trying to get out from underneath are sponsoring the new systems? Web 3.0? is being sponsored by big corporations. So how are you going to obtain decentralized individual control of your information and your data from these big mega corporations when the big mega corporations are sponsoring the new internet, which means it's going to be more centralized, more censored, more controlled? How can you support big banks and big corporations thinking that, oh, blockchain and cryptocurrency, this is all decentralized. They use the same word with cryptocurrency. Remember, decentralized. That's not decentralized. I just watched a a pair of hockey games over the weekend. Every other commercial, every advertisement is cryptocurrency, 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 billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars going into this. People like myself and people like you who could probably not afford to buy a single Bitcoin aren't investing billions of dollars. That's big banks and big corporations. And they tell you that Web3 or Web3.0 and cryptocurrency, it's all decentralized. No, it's not. It means more centralization, more monitoring, more censorship, more control. And if you think that 6G and the metaverse are going to be any better, any different, I mean, this is just a new scam. It's a new scam to give people the idea that you have control of your money. You have control of your assets. I mean, I have control of my money now. If I have it physically in my hand, I have control of my assets now. If I have this, you know, this water bottle or this book on my desk, that's physical, that's real. Not in a digital environment, not one that can be shut off, and certainly not one where we're told it's decentralization, get away from the mega corporations when they're the ones sponsoring it, telling us while they censor us for questioning it, we want this new system because it means less censorship. I feel like the propaganda and the arguments are becoming less and less logical. Maybe people are becoming dumber, I don't know, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's Optimus Subprime. That's what we're turning into. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. Check out our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Stay with us. It's The Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. 
But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Now, you see, when your, your identity is defined by society, you cannot resist it. You don't have the knowledge, you don't have the wisdom, you don't have the resources to understand that something's being put over on you. You cannot but help believe the definition of you as a free agent. But you believe yourself to be a free agent as a result of not being free. That is to say, of being hopelessly unable to resist society's identification of you. The sheeple aren't going anywhere. They like my world. They don't want this sentimentality. They don't want freedom or empowerment. They want to be controlled. They crave the comfort of certainty. And that means you two, back in your pods, unconscious and alone, just like them. Dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. You always wind up right in the middle of what's going on. What is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then the games will become indistinguishable from reality. You seem to follow that the odds that we're in base reality is one in billions. We 
believe the metaverse will be the successor to the mobile internet. We'll be able to feel present, like we're right there with people, no matter how far apart we actually are. We'll be able to express ourselves in new, joyful, completely immersive ways, and that's going to unlock a lot of amazing new experiences. We too are in a quest to better ourselves, evolving toward a state of perfection. Forgive me, but the Borg do not evolve. They conquer. By assimilating other beings into our collective, we're bringing them closer to perfection. How did you get here? What is the Matrix? Control. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream built to keep us under control in order to change a human being into this. You ever wonder why you have nightmares? Why your own brain tortures you? It's actually us maximizing your output. Here's the thing about feelings. They're so much easier to control than facts. Turns out in my matrix, the worse we treat you, the more we manipulate you, the more energy you produce. What the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity. Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum sounds suspiciously and terrifyingly like the Borg from Star Trek. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, email us at rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com, and check out our website, thesecretteachings.info, for our full show archive, or search The Secret Teachings on pretty much any radio podcast platform. You do have to listen to some advertisements there, so if you'd like to get the outside advertisement free archive with private RSS feed and more, visit our website and subscribe to our show archive. Yearly subscribers get access to everything. Every subscriber gets access to everything, but yearly subscribers get access to a physical copy of one of my books. I'll autograph it and ship it out to you as soon as you subscribe. So send us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com. And subscribe today on the website or just buy the book separately, The Technological Elixir, Food Philosophy, or Occult Arcana. Again, www.thesecretteachings.info. And that book, The Technological Elixir, which is where I got the name for tonight's broadcast, A Technological Elixir, Optimus Subprime, I talk a lot about technology and technology and artificial intelligence and even UFOs and all sorts of other things, 600 pages almost. 11 is the uh, size of the font, so it's a little bit smaller font. It's a massive book. There's so much information in it. I talk about something uh, that I call the steps toward transhumanism or the phases of transhumanism, and they, they go something like this. First, you have handheld devices, phones, tablets, little gaming devices. Then you have wearable technology. That would be your Fitbits, your Bluetooth headsets, your smart glasses. Those didn't catch on very well. Then you have fusible technology. Fusible technology would be more so what we call cybernetics. This would turn people into what amounts to a cyborg, a merging of mechanical and organic material. This would include skin tracking technology bio-tattoos, and bio-stamps. 
These would be little, tiny, digitally etched tattoos on the skin. They're usually not that big. They're usually barcodes or they're tattoos that might have information stored in them if you scan them like a QR code. MIT and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation financed essentially what amounts to a bio stamp. In fact, if you look up Bill Gates, MIT, vaccine identity tattoo, you should find the article. There should be a number of different articles, actually, but you should find uh, the main article should pop up. I think it's Scientific American, and they said that Bill Gates personally asked for this to be developed, personally asked for this to be developed. So they developed this, was announced in 2019, and you scan this thing, and it has all your vaccine records on it. It could have health information on it. It could have your your arrest record on it. It could have anything on it because it's a biological identity stamp. That's fusible technology. That will be sold to us as a practical application, you know, to make sure that you're not a terrorist so that you can get into concerts without having to remember your vaccine identity card. It will be your social pass. Then there are two more components of these transhumanist phases. Handheld devices, wearable technology, fusible technology. And the next two get a little scary. In fact, I think the fourth out of five is maybe even scarier than the fifth, even though they continually ramp up in terms of how how much power externally we give to companies or you know other people, even hackers, whoever who would then have access to to our information, have access to to our, our safe space, our body. I, I think four is is perhaps scarier because four is implantable technology. It's not just microchips. It's not just body modification with LED lights under the skin, which is a trend. It's nanobots and neural dust, flying microchips. There are a bunch of different ways in which these things are are sold. Flying microchips allow for surveillance of a city to make things safer, right? Neural dust allows for real-time readouts of internal organs. You wouldn't even see it. It's dust. But you inhale it. You absorb it. And it connects to different parts of your body. Implantables also includes I think this is kind of a merger between fusible technologies and implantable technologies, something called origami robots or password pills, where you swallow this pill, and this is not a new thing. This is Motorola back in 2012, 2013. This is also in my technology book. Motorola introduced an edible authentication vitamin pill capable of turning you into a human password for all of your digital devices. So when you ingest it, the gastric juices in your digestive system act as an electrolyte that activates the pill, which then is triggered to transmit an 18-bit electrocardiogram signal from inside of your body. And then when you pick up your phone, it unlocks your phone. I mean, I find that to be quite ridiculous. I find that to be, you know just a gag and it didn't officially hit the market although that was eight years ago but th- this is not something that 
engineers and developers just left, you know, in a storage room. Origami robots is the new thing. Origami robots, which have also been around for some time, are an edible technology that you ingest and then they unfold themselves like origami. They unfold themselves in the body. So you basically, you know, you take like a, a capsule and then it dissolves and then the material in the capsule gets absorbed. It's basically that. It's an origami robot or just a robot inside of a capsule. The capsule dissolves and then here come the mini robots that unfold. And once they unfold in the body, they can steer themselves or through electromagnetic fields can be steered to any part of the body, just like neural dust. Now, researchers at the University of Sheffield, Tokyo Institute of Technology, and MIT said that this is going to be used to patch wounds and remove harmful materials that one may have accidentally ingested. One example that's given in an article from Screenshot Media from March 20th is those little tiny silver batteries for watches, you know, or little teeny tiny devices like remote, little tiny remote controls. I mean, I don't know how many people are swallowing these batteries. They estimate 3,500 people swallow these batteries every year, and it's not just children. I don't know how adults are swallowing batteries every year, but even so, they promise to remove those batteries with these origami robots. Now, let's just think about that for a moment. Let's get rid of the, the batteries. If 3,500 people didn't, I'm sure a few of them accidentally did it. I guess some people probably actually eat batteries. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on in the world. I guess people are eating batteries. But if you if you just put that aside for a second, remember those, those spot mini robots from Boston Dynamics and Ghost Robotics and all the robots being built by MIT and all these other you know, universities and, and, and basically just branches of, of, of the military industrial complex, the Department of Defense and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. All those robots they told us would just be used to help people in the event of a disaster. And then they put a machine gun or they sniper rifle on their back, whatever. And then they, they, they're patrolling the border. Then they're patrolling uh, military bases. This is all real, all verifiable, all in my book, The Technological Elixir. All of this is is like literally every six months they've got these robot dogs doing something new but they sold us the idea that we could have these robot dogs for disaster relief and now they're working for the military private companies you know ghost robotics seriously put a sniper rifle onto the back of one of these dogs and it can control the sniper rifle and shoot people from a mile or so away maybe more than that that's real that's not a joke that's not hyperbole and then we saw last week and I played the clip on the show we did called The Great Setup, which I really appreciate everybody listening and downloading that show. We got a lot of really good reviews about that. The Great Setup, where they have robot dogs in Shanghai. I wouldn't even say walking, maybe scurrying, scurrying down the street with a bullhorn on its back, telling people to stay in their homes, stay in their homes, stay in your homes, don't go out, don't leave. And it would be one thing if that was like, some CCP van with a couple of, you know, communist pieces of trash driving around the city, just mindless drones, you know, blasting propaganda. But it wasn't. It was a robot dog with a bullhorn telling people to stay in their homes, a robot. They've also used these robotic dogs and they've used drones, I think, even in New York City, telling people to social distance. 
telling people to, to stay in their homes. I mean, that is nightmarish. That is dystopian. It's just a beta test. It's just seeing what people will accept. Now think about those origami robots. Do you think millions, billions of dollars are being put into these new technologies to help people get batteries out of their body because they're eating them? I mean, maybe, maybe the people that originally came up with this concept, maybe they, you know, they had a brother or a sister who ate a battery and they thought, well, let's design a robot to get rid of that battery. You know, to take that battery out of the body, some foreign sub... I mean, people get things, they swallow things all the time. It's not like, you know, an act of, you know, <laughs> it's not a paranormal act. It's like, um, uh, what do they call it? Deportation when something just is removed. And then an aport is when something is like placed, like if you have something in your body, like, you know, throughout history, we've had uh, people that have, you know, vomited nails or, you know, different kinds of, you know, sharp objects, knives, blades that just end up in the body. So it's not necessarily because that's happening. It's just because somebody swallowed a battery. Let's develop a whole new class of nanotechnology to go in and get that item. I don't, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe, I've said this a million times, I don't believe telecommunications companies are spending billions so that you can download music and movies or stream music and movies faster. I don't buy that. That's just what they're selling you. That's what they're selling a numb and dumbed-down public that is consumed with instant gratification and luxury. That's what they're selling. But what they're really giving you is something else. It's a system of control. It's a system of monitoring. It's a system of absolute full-spectrum dominance. And it's one part of a larger system. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't buy that the Web 3.0, which has been promoted by Twitter is going to be a decentralized system with less censorship. How can Twitter, that censored the Babylon Bee for making a joke, well, actually it wasn't even a joke, it was a factual statement, how can the Babylon Bee be censored by Twitter, and then Twitter says, we don't like censorship, we want things decentralized. You think Twitter's going to give up their, their monopoly of power so that you can have a decentralized internet? Twitter doesn't care about decentralization. Twitter doesn't care about open, free expression. Twitter wants censorship and control. Twitter wants centralization. But they know you don't want to be censored. They know you don't want to have a centralized system. So they tell you this new system is decentralized. This new system doesn't have censorship. Why, why don't you just continue with the, the standard current system and stop censoring people? And then decentralize your system and let people have an open, free platform to express themselves. Why build a whole new infrastructure? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you build an a completely new infrastructure? Unless that infrastructure is an extension of the current centralized, censored infrastructure. And that's what it is. That's what Web 3.0 is. I mean, it's, it's akin to how the, 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 the Academy in Hollywood said about Will Smith, they said, we don't support violence. <laughs> I thought literally every single Hollywood movie is violence, you know. Or Ben Affleck, who has a gun in like every movie he's in, and he's like, I don't support guns. I'm for gun control. Then why do you play someone with a gun in every single movie? I mean, Hollywood is just, it, Hollywood is like sex, sex, rape, 
guns, murder, torture, violence. And then Hollywood says, we don't like guns. We don't like violence. I mean, it's, it's, it's like gaslighting, but it's, it's, it's really naked gaslighting. It just lying to you and, and seeing how much they can lie to you and how much you will believe an alternate version of reality. Sure, all the social media platforms, Facebook wants the metaverse because Meta, and they rebrand themselves as Meta. Meta is a decentralized system where everybody can interact, everybody can get together and have fun, and there's no censorship. I mean, I don't even know how they can say that with a straight face. There's a there's a freaking setting in Meta, in the metaverse you can create. It's called safe space. You activate it, and then nobody can talk to you. You can literally have a communist safe space in the metaverse where nobody can interact with you. I mean, talk about shutting yourself off from source and spirit, plugging yourself into a digital world where then you activate a safe space so nobody even in the digital world can communicate with you. I mean, that is horrific to think about that. That is terrifying to think about that. I don't believe it. Do you believe this? Do you buy this? Origami robots, authentication pills. We did a show a couple of weeks ago called You Are What You Beep, Robot for Thought. You Are What You Beep. We talked about edible electronics, and that show actually did very well, too. In fact, that show and the great uh, setup show last week were two of the biggest shows we've done, I think, in like probably the last two or three months outside of the, uh, the Jordan Maxwell Memorial Show, which is still up for free at the secretteachings.info in the slider bar. And uh, I went back and I listened to that show. And um, maybe it's just because of the subject matter, but, I mean, we talked about these edible electronics. This is a completely separate thing from the origami robots. I mean, it, those are edible electronics, but what these these edible electronics that... Um, uh, there's an article from Big Think... There are, I mean, the, the FDA already approved these these sensor pills, not censorship pills, but sensor pills. And you have edible electronics that basically you ingest these things and, and it's supposed to provide a revol- you know, this next revolution in telehealth because it's going to allow for monitoring uh, gastrointestinal orders, the gut microbiome, and it's going to allow doctors to monitor your internal health without visiting the hospital. Which means that they can get a real-time live readout of your body anytime when you're sleeping, when you're having sex, when you're taking a hike, when you're eating. Somebody can access your internal organs and get real-time readouts on those internal organs. This is like the five stages, phases, steps, whatever you want to call them, of transhumanism. Handheld devices, wearable devices, fusible devices, implantable devices. And then the fifth one that I haven't told you yet is simply replacing the human body, animals, and all other forms of life, and then, re- and then uploading human consciousness into a computer, basically. And that's what we're doing now. But it's not the source consciousness. It's a scan, a copy of the self uploaded into this digital environment, which is what 6G said, uh, or 6G, uh, Samsung said about their 6G, 
They said they can replicate people, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. That is a quote from Samsung's white paper. They can replicate all of these things. People, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. So you think about edible electronics. Edible electronics is part of the fusible, implantable technology. And edible electronics, once you get this into your skin, so we have things on our skin that can track our health. We have Fitbits that can track our, our, our heart rates and, you know, uh, I don't know. I think Fitbit tracks maybe lung capacity. It, it tracks, you know, how many miles you ran, steps you took. It, t- it tracks a lot of things. Uh, they even have smart condoms, by the way, which which is you should look that up. Smart condoms. It tracks your it tracks your thrust. It tracks your how many thrusts. It, it just you can imagine. Okay, it tracks all that, and then you can upload it. Literally, you can upload it to social media. That's not a joke. That's that's real. Smart condoms. I have a section in my technology book about that as well. So basically, with with this smart, edible technology, this digital technology, now we're getting inside of the body. Authentication pills for your cell phone, tablet, computer. It'll transmit a signal once it interacts with the, with the gastric acid, and then it'll let the computer know that this is, this is you, you have your own unique signal, this is your password, and it opens your phone. Right, I mean, I wonder if a hacker's sitting across from you and they're trying to hack it. I mean, people just use little scanning devices at airports to scan for people's, you know, RFID signals. They steal credit cards, you know, cell phone data. Someone just sitting there and your phone's locked and it just it activates because you're there and someone can. I just don't see how any of that is safer. All of this is is far less safe, far less secure. You know, cash was pretty secure, but then they tell you, oh, that someone could could rob you. Use a credit card. At least if somebody steals that, you can cancel it. All the credit cards aren't safe either. Now you need a microchip in them to make them safer. All the microchips falling out. Now you just need to switch to digital currency. But don't worry. It's decentralized like Web3. The big banks don't like it, although they've invested in it and although they're supporting it and they're dumping billions of dollars into it. It'll give you more control. You'll be in charge. It's decentralized. You'll have control. No, it's it's more centralized it's more control. It means that when you decide to post something to Twitter and Twitter doesn't like it because Twitter's all about decentralization and all about not having censorship. That's why they want Web3. When you post something and they don't like it, your money gets shut off. You can't go to your mattress and pull the money out. You can't go to a safe and pull the money out. You can't go to the bank and pull the money out. It does not exist in that form anymore. It's all digital. You participate in that system or you don't eat. You participate in that system, or you can't live anymore. But it's more than that, because you'll have to have, just like with the currency, you'll have a cultural social currency. Not Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Did you smile enough today when you went outside at people? Were you being a good citizen? Did you smoke today in a place you weren't supposed to smoke? Well, you've just lost social credits. Now you don't even get currency. Maybe some currency that you earn working 40 hours a week, you lose some of that now. I mean, this is terrifying. Who, who supports this in their right mind? I guess people just think they'll be a part of the system. I'll swallow the edible electronics. It's so cool. Like, look, I can see my liver. The next phase of that 
is replacing those origami robots and that edible electronic device with neural dust. It's a fine dust that will be sprayed everywhere, and then it's in everything, like Ray Kurzweil said. It infuses everything with these little nanobots, and there's no escaping it. That will help incorporate organic systems, trees, water, everything. Your body, animals, insects, everything into the IoT, into the Internet of Things. And once everything is connected to the Internet of Things, there's no escape from it. I mean, this is the digital hive sub-reality. And the metaverse is just one step toward that. They say it's decentralized. They say it won't be owned by mega corporations when it's fully centralized and the mega corporations, the big banks, are the ones supporting it. And these are also the same people that are censoring everything, including criticism of what they're doing, while telling you they want to create a system, a whole new infrastructure that won't be censored and won't be centralized. It's just a scam. That's all that it is. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, a technological elixir. They're promising you the elixir of life. They're giving you the elixir of eternal spiritual death. Optimus Subprime. Tell you about Tesla's Optimus robot and more when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info 
People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. You're looking at the world's first living robots. It allows us to shape the metal into these interesting structures, but it also holds the structure in place. The technology is getting closer to the development of new liquid metals. Imagine a, a jet airliner with a pilot that never gets tired, never makes mistakes, never shows up to work with a hangover. Skynet is the virus. It's the reason everything's falling apart. Here's a cheetah robot that's running with a galloping gait. This is Spot, a new generation of robot. And here's a bigger robot that's got such good locomotion using its legs that it can go in deep snow. This is about 10 inches. They're like a machine underneath, right? But sort of alive that side. I'm a cybernetic organism, living tissue over a metal endoskeleton. To the development of new liquid metals. This is Spot, a new generation of robots. Here's a cheetah robot that's running with a galloping gait. I'm a cybernetic organism, living tissue over a metal endoskeleton. I am an Why can't you just accept it? Because we're human. You are nothing but a relic from a deleted timeline. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. If you're listening on the radio and podcast player of your choice, please leave us a review and give us a few stars, whatever you think we deserve, on Apple and the other various podcast players. If you'd like the outside advertisement-free version of the show, which now includes another little perk, you get the private RSS feed, the archive player on the website. You can download the shows just as well as you can stream them. And also when we do pre-recorded shows, not every broadcast is live, but they are new Monday through Friday. When we do a pre-recorded show. If you are a subscriber, you're going to get access to that pre-recorded show. It could be early in the morning. It could be early in the afternoon, but you'll get access to it up to 12 to 15, 16, something like that, uh, hours ahead of when the broadcast goes on to air. So please subscribe today to get access to all of that. You get access to the montage archives, which includes the montage you just heard and the montage earlier. We have another montage later. 
those are just kind of fun to listen to. I thought about doing a montage show, by the way. I don't know if anybody's interested in that, but just playing montages and talking, I thought that might be kind of fun. Um, maybe we'll do that sometime in the future. www.thesecretteachings.info. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. You also get a free copy of one of my books right now when you subscribe for one year. So this is a massive deal. You get so much information. You can also buy my book separately on the website. Don't forget to check out Pro One Water Filters, our affiliate, and behind-the-scenes content on Patreon. I have been slacking on Patreon. Thank you for the, <laughs> the support uh, in, in that little bit of slack because I have so much other stuff going on, but I'm, I promise you I'm going to be getting back to the behind-the-scenes on Patreon. And if you'd like to email the show, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. I read an interesting article from Science Times saying that you can live 150 years if you choose to upload yourself into the metaverse. They say eternal life could become possible, but only in virtual reality. As people would need to leave their physical bodies behind and become living apps and live in the metaverse. That's a quote from the Science Times, March 29th, 2022. Now, if you've read my book, The Technological Elixir, you may remember a Russian billionaire named Dmitry Itzkov. Dmitry Itzkov is investing his billions in what he calls the 2045 Initiative. The 2045 Initiative is an attempt to upload humans into machines. Ray Kurzweil has worked alongside of Dmitry Itzkoff, so not only Ray Kurzweil, but Google and most of Silicon Valley is supportive of what Dmitry Itzkoff is doing. Artificial bodies, Dmitry Itzkoff says, could become a reality by 2045, allowing people to move out of their old bodies and move into the Internet. According to Science Times, Dmitry sees... This becoming possible through artificial intelligence and metaverse technologies. They go on to say that mind uploading involves making digital copies of people's minds that would then freely live in cyberspace unrestricted by biology. But you notice that it's a copy of your mind. It's not you. It's a copy of your mind. Samsung published a paper about six-generation technology. Remember that? I've talked about it on this show. I've actually never really heard anybody else talking about it, but you can find the paper if you go to the Internet. I'll do this live with you. Type in Samsung 6G white paper, and it'll pull it up. It might even pull up the PDF file, but it'll pull it up from Samsung's website, samsung.com. This was back in July of 2020, and you can pull this up, and then you can find uh, the paper there they have linked up. The next hyper-connected experience for all. 6G technology allows for a replication of, quote, people, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. Samsung says, quote, as the number of connected machines grows exponentially, those machines will become dominant users 
of 6G communications. In other words, a digital system where there are replications of people, like Science Times said, mind uploading involves making digital copies of people's minds, replicating people, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. The metaverse, in all of its different forms right now, metaverse has kind of become the term like we think of Kleenex, but there are other brands of tissue. We think of Kleenex as the tissue. Metaverse is the metaverse, but there's other brands of a digital subreality. All of these devices, objects, systems, and places in a virtual world are things that we're interacting with now, not just through the internet, but through all these digital you know, uh, money-generating schemes where you can upload digital content, and I, not like a book, an idea, and people can buy it, a, a digital product that people can buy, a digital land that's selling for millions of dollars, devices, systems, and places, objects, all in a virtual world. But replicating people is a little more complicated, so you can have an avatar that you log into, kind of like a more advanced form of Second Life, but it's going to be run through a digital copy of your mind. It's not actually you. But this digital copy of your mind provides a tremendous amount of information and data that then powers the digital system. It is verbatim copy and paste, plagiarism, if you will, from the Matrix. Did you see the new Matrix with Neil Patrick Harris? That's literally what it is. Why do you think movies like that have millions of dollars pumped into them and you have two brothers that became women, I don't know what they are, aliens, that, that supposedly you know came up with the original Matrix concept and then they, they made billions of dollars, one of the most successful franchises of all time. It terrifies you know, the, the, the subconscious and the mind. What is technology going to lead us to? It's supposed to be a warning But it's not really a warning. If you think about it, it is preparation for the acceptance. It is open dissemination. It is a proclamation, a declaration of this is what is going to happen. And when it happens, people will be so coerced by the entertainment to think that it's just a game. They will willingly plug themselves into it. Plus, War, disease, famine, all the horrible things we're told about climate change. Just plug yourself into the digital environment. It'll all be better. A replication of your mind is not you. But it will act to power the system. When you're in your pod, that energy will be extracted and it will power the machine world. That is, I mean, I I know that if I just tuned into a podcast or a radio show terrestrial, digital, whatever. I would think this guy's crazy. Where's the proof of this? Okay, literally, it says in the next hyper-connected experience for all 6G from Samsung's website that this new world with all these digital systems, and this came out in 2020. This was before the metaverse was a big thing, and I've been telling you about this for two years when I first read this. It's in my book, The Technological Elixir, as well. Long before the metaverse, They were building the metaverse, but this came out way before the metaverse, and it wasn't even a very publicized thing. It was a news release on Samsung's website. It didn't get a lot of attention. I think one one website in the UK published it. It was from like it was like the independent or one of those tabloid papers, which again makes it kind of seem fake. 
but it's on their website. It says machines are going to run this digital environment. Machines are going to run this world. So if you're replicating people's minds, you're digitally scanning and copying them, you're providing this information and this data for the AI system to grow in controlling this digital sub-reality with a replication of, quote, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. Samsung says from their paper, this isn't before it's news. Okay, this isn't David Wilcock. This isn't YouTube Scammer 27. This is Samsung's own paper. This is what they're building. As the number of connected machines grows exponentially, those machines will become dominant users of 6G communications. So if we think about what the Web3 is supposed to be, let's go back to how Web3 was discussed in this. This is a Fox Channel 5 New York News report that says dozens of accounts across social media, email, banking, Music, video, shopping, you name it, platforms. One personalized digital profile will take each of us and all of our followers everywhere we go online, incorporating all of this information. We find it in its decentralization, Web3, decentralization, reducing the reliance upon massive banks of servers and climate-controlled warehouses owned by megacorporations able to censor the Internet and profit off our data without paying us a cent. How is Web3 and the metaverse in all of its various forms, decentralized, how is it giving you control of your own information so corporations don't profit? And how are corporations not in control of it when Samsung is literally building it? When years ago, Samsung was one of the first companies to just outright say, yes, your television is watching and listening to you. I used to work at Target. This was back in like 2014. I used to work at Target. I was in the electronics department. People used to ask me, do you have smart TVs? Would you recommend one of those over a regular TV? I told them every single time, absolutely not. I wouldn't recommend a smart TV. If that was the only TV on the market, I'd say go without a TV. Why? Because it watches you and listens to you. And I always had people say, that's just a conspiracy. That's not true. And then I would take them to the computer and I would go to samsung.com forward slash privacy and I would show them the statement that says, be careful of what you say in front of your TV because these TVs are watching and listening to you and it may send this information to third parties, including law enforcement, if you say something that they consider they deem to be illegal. Could be anything. And I had people just would storm off angry. And it's like, I'm not saying that. It's on Samsung's website. Samsung is saying that. And here we are again, Samsung. Six years after that, 6G, a hyper-connected experience for all. Samsung is building this system. Facebook and Google are building this system. Billionaire elitists like Dmitry Itzkoff and Bill Gates are building this system. DARPA is building this system. These are the same people that are constantly vying for centralized control and censorship of things that they don't like. But they know that you don't like centralization, and they know that you don't like censorship, so they say, this new system, they always have those weaselly, whiny, beta male voices. This new system is going to be decentralized, and it's also, it's not going to be controlled by corporations. That's why they always have front men like that. Just scrawny, weak, pathetic men 
that you know aren't really weak and pathetic, that they're really aggressive and violent, probably. They're just, they pretend to be weak. They wear those pink sweaters like Bill Gates. They pretend like, you know, they've got some, Bill Gates is always moving his arms around like he has some muscular problem, like muscular dystrophy, because they want to seem like they're harmless when they're actually super hyper alpha predators. And they tell you, Big corporations aren't going to control the metaverse. It'll be decentralized and it'll be free. No censorship. But Samsung's building it. Social media companies are building it. Billionaires like Dmitry Itzkoff are building it. Why would they create an entirely new infrastructure when they could just use the current infrastructure, take off the censorship, take off the control mechanisms, And open that up to everybody to participate. Because they don't want that participation. They don't want free thought. They want to be the thought police. They want to prevent you from speaking, sharing ideas, growing, producing, innovating, adapting. They want control. That's all that it is. It's that simple. Control. They are control freak, psychopath, alpha predators. And they are using technology as their claws and their teeth to dig into you and bite your neck and rip your throat out. But hey, while you're having your throat ripped out, while you're being clawed and torn to bits and pieces, they're going to give you ways to numb yourself to the pain. They're nice predators. Before they rip your throat out, they'll give you a nice dose of something that puts you into a deep, restful, relaxing state so you don't fill your, 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 your blood being sucked out of your body. You don't feel your energy being sucked out of your body. You don't feel any of the pain. And that's really what it is. This is vampirism. Think about it. Samsung says they're going to replicate people, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. We know that. I've said it a thousand times tonight. We know that. And as the number of connected machines grows exponentially, those machines will become dominant users of 6G communications, meaning machines are going to run this world that's a digital sub-reality. Samsung said this in 2020, before Web 3, before Web 3.0, before the metaverse, and before all these other sub-metaverses outside of Facebook. But then when we're told, what is Web 3? What is the metaverse? They say it's a decentralized system. There's no mega corporations. There's no censorship. And in order to upload ourselves fully into this system, we have to make digital copies of the mind, the people that are going to interact in it, which is the replication of people that Samsung says. All the devices, objects, systems, and all the places are easily replicated in the digital sphere. If you've ever played The Sims, there it is. But who's going to run this? Machines are going to run this. And what is the scanning of the mind, the digital copies of people's minds, reported by Science Times on the 29th of March, what is that going to do? That's going to provide energy to feed the machines that run this system. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not even some kind of outlandish, you know, just generalized, you know, fear of technology and what's going to happen with new technological developments. This is literally what they're writing. This is what they tell you they're building, they're working towards, they're funding, they're financing. This is what billionaires like Itzkoff are financing and funding. This is what DARPA's building, Boston Dynamics, Ghost Robotics, billionaires in every country on this planet. This is what they're building, a system of top-down, full-spectrum, dominant control in a digital sub-reality that you're plugged into. Your body becomes a shell, a husk, 
and everything that is part of your physical body can be the energy, the, the warmth can be siphoned off and the energy that is your mind can be used to finance and fund this the currency that is to finance and fund this robotic machine driven digital system. They are literally separating the minded body, hijacking them, connecting them to a artificial system, the mind to an artificial body, the body to an artificial mind, and they're literally going to suck the soul out of you. That's what this system is. This, I I don't know what it is, but I I don't think it's human. This has to be other dimensional. This has to be something more akin to Star Trek and the Borg. This cannot be humans developing this. I mean, people, human beings that are control freaks and psychos and alpha predators, this seems far too complex and far too just... I mean, it's if you ever watched the, um, you ever watched Alien Covenant, and you watched the uh, the alien that they they kind of made it more aggressive and very like demonic looking and just it has no emotions, no no sense of like it, it just attacks and it kills. That's all that it does. It attacks and it kills, and it's hyper intelligent, a super intelligent predator. That's what these people act like: super intelligent predators. And when they talk to you, they pretend like they're really, really, really weak and pathetic. Because they don't want you to get scared and run away. They want you to willingly walk into this digital system. Science Times says you can live 150 years. How are you going to live this long? Well, you're going to have to be connected to the metaverse. How are you going to do this? Well... They have to separate the consciousness of the person from his body. That is, that is what they say. Separating the consciousness of the person from his body, converting it into a digital format and transferring the digital consciousness into the machine. The first step in this process involves, quote, getting information from the brain. This is from Science, Times, and Interesting Engineering. The last step is matching the consciousness to a substrate like a metaverse or into a network of artificial brains connected. Another option is Musk's Optimus humanoid robot, wherein the physical robot would act as the new physical body of the person. What did I just tell you a second ago? They're separating the soul spirit consciousness from the body. They're going to connect the soul spirit consciousness to a machine, scan it, replicate it, dump the soul spirit consciousness plug the replication, the scan, the copy into a digital system that will then power artificial bodies, but then they're going to take your organic physical body and they're going to plug that into a hive mind of digital artificial intelligence. And then they're going to suck the life out of the physical body, using that body to power the physical machines and then to power the mind of those machines, the AI system, They've liquefied and liquidated your soul, spirit, consciousness, put that into an artificial person in a game, in a digital sub-reality, and they're going to suck the rest of your life force out that way. But at the core of this is first the separation of consciousness from the person. Every single individual listening to this show right now who in any way, shape, or form consider themselves religious, spiritual, not an atheist, You should outright 100% reject this system without any question, without any concern otherwise. Technocrats, 
engineers, psychopaths, alpha predators, and probably aliens are telling you, if you want to live longer, you need to separate consciousness from the body. Remove consciousness from the body. I could just sit here and repeat that for the next segment. We have, we have about four minutes left in this segment, and then we have another segment coming up, and then, and then the show will, will conclude tonight. So we've got about 40, 40 minutes left. If I just said that for 40 minutes straight, they want to separate consciousness from the body, separate consciousness from the body, separate consciousness from the body, separate consciousness from the body. It would not get that terrifying concept across to you, nor would it get it across to me. I can't fathom that. How alien is that? Separate your consciousness from your body so they can plug consciousness into a system, scan it, dump the original source, which disappears because now they have a copy they can use to program digital versions of you. And then they have the physical body left over, the shell, producing heat and energy, currency, that can then power the organic, through the organic, the synthetic world, the machines that they've built to control the, the, the remains of what, of what exist, you know, in, in the physical realm outside of the digital realm. Movies like The Matrix aren't a warning. It, it, it's open dissemination. It's an open declaration, an open, open proclamation of what is going to happen because the people that run these big companies like Samsung and the social media companies and Google, they have for some reason an obsessive, compulsive, like intuitive, aggressive need to build this. I'm not talking about technology in general, which has made the world, generally speaking, safer, cleaner, more luxurious. We don't work as much. Life is really good. This isn't even about moderation. This is literally building a digital sub-reality, plugging everybody into it, using your body to power the remainder of the physical world, the physical machines, and using the scan of your mind to power the digital versions of yourself. The soul gets dumped. The body gets dumped. I mean, it's basically taking the human, cracking it open like an egg, dumping out the yolk, throwing the egg away, then whipping the yolk into something new and turning it into something that it naturally wasn't going to be. A little baby chick, a little baby bird. I mean, you have the ability to reconnect with source. To connect with source, the, the divine, the higher guardian angel, whether it's magic, religion, this is kind of the, the, the purpose and point of life to develop and grow. Cracking the body open, taking the soul, scanning it, throwing it in the garbage can and throwing the body out like an eggshell is very, very alien. It's very, very demonic. And not only is this being done, and not only is this being done, we're being told it's, it's something that's coming. It's something we're not going to see for a long time. But that's not true either. It's here right now. And we'll be here after this break on The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay with us. It's an incredible story about how much people do every day that have no idea in the world what they're doing.
The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Smart traffic, smart government, smart cities. What you will see is that uh, everything will be integrated into a ecosystem driven by big data and uh, driven uh, particularly by close cooperation also of governments. Uh, Intelligent evil dust uh, scattered everywhere like, like confetti in everything. Install ingrain procedure with local anesthetic and you're good to go. The N1 chip is just the first step for Neuralink. Is also developing Neural Lace, a brain computer interface technology. The ultra thin mesh will be inserted via a tiny needle and encompass the brain. Health monitored with this subdermal implant. Now in late stage testing, it's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move, but a tissue like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. 
It's Embedded in his hand is a microchip that serves as his keys, his ID, and his wallet. I thought it wasn't real. I don't know what's in that shot. I'll tell you what's not yeah, in it. Hold on. A tracking device. But the aim is ultimately to bring these down to the size of dust. A brain implant, also known as a neural implant, is a device often placed on the surface of the brain. It's capable of communicating with your neurons, recording their activity, and even telling them how to behave. It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move. Intelligent evil dust scattered everywhere like like confetti in everything. Gotta be a 4.2 or over to qualify. Oh, I'm, I'm a 4.2. <laughs> I'm afraid you're actually a 4.183. What's the issue here, Hannah? Intimidation and profanity. Oh. In order to restore calm, I'm invoking my authority as security to dock you one full ranking point as a punitive measure. You must be aware that I am programmed to evolve, to better myself. We too are on a quest to better ourselves. Evolving toward a state of perfection. Forgive me. The poor do not evolve. They conquer. By assimilating other beings into our collective, we are bringing them closer to perfection. Somehow, I question your motives. That is because you haven't been properly stimulated. But our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. But it wasn't real. Intelligent evil dust scattered everywhere like like confetti in everything. Handheld devices, wearable technology, fusible technology, implantables, and replacing the human body and all other forms of organic life with a synthetic graphene silicon system. Replacing the body with a digital system and replacing the mind the soul, the spirit, the consciousness with a scanned, copied digital version. Separating the soul, spirit, consciousness from the body. According to interesting engineering, science times, and technocrats, this is the way we upload our mind into a computer. Separate consciousness from the body. Convert it into a digital format and transfer that digital consciousness into the machine. Like cracking an egg and getting rid of the shell. Crack open the human body, the human psyche. Remove the mind, scan it, throw the mind out, the organic mind. Insert the digital scan, information, energy, currency, and power into a digital system to power digital replications of that physical body that still exists in a digital sub-reality, a sub-construct of the physical world. In that system, as Samsung has written in their 6G hyper-connected reality paper, after the replication of people, it'll be quite easy to replicate, quote, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. We have digital land now, We have digital cities now, digital homes, digital everything. Billions and billions of dollars are being invested in this. From games to actual digital subconstructs of the physical world that we program to our liking, plug ourselves into, and forget about the physical body. The physical body continues to produce energy, currency, just like the soul just like the soul, the spirit, and the consciousness going into this replication process and then being spit out the other side, the organic system dumped, source dumped, 
and the replication going into the digital structure and powering that structure with all that energy, all that information. Again, in simple terms, cracking the body open, separating consciousness from the body, and using both of them to power this artificial world. Otherwise, when you have the two together, you might be able to obtain connection with source, connection with the divine. This is bringing man not only down to the level of Malkuth, this is inverting the tree of life and bringing us into Dante's Inferno. Promising to give us the technological elixir, which will save us from all the pain, all the suffering, all the emotions, all the uncomfortable things in life. It's a new religion. There's even a church of artificial intelligence. It's a new religion. What does religion promise you? If you do the right thing, generally speaking, you'll have everlasting eternal life. This is what technocrats promise us. Technocrats tell us that we will have everlasting eternal life. We will be able to connect to the digital system and live forever. The physical body can be replaced. And not just with a digital avatar, with a physical avatar. Elon Musk's Optimus robot is a great example of that. The Optimus robot that should be coming out by 2023 is an artificially driven system that we can plug ourselves into and it can be our avatar. Not just interacting through Skype or something like that, you know, a video. We could actually be there with our family in robot form in order to fully upload ourselves into that system outside of those avatars that are physical, part of that adaptation, that coercion to accept this new reality. After we scan consciousness, the brain, etc., we upload this into the metaverse or into a network of artificial brains. That's the hive mind. And use that to power what some might call the beast system. And the big corporations, the big banks, all the big companies that are sponsoring this are telling us that this is about decentralization. Metaverse, Web 3.0, decentralization, reducing reliance upon banks of servers and climate-controlled warehouses owned by mega corporations, able to censor the Internet and profit off of our data without paying us a cent. All these wonderful things that we're told are going to change. But the companies that are in control of the censorship and control of the information and control of the data are sponsoring the development of a completely new infrastructure. That doesn't make any sense. Unless you realize it's a big scam. They know you don't want de- uh, de- you know you want uh, decentralization, you don't want centralization. They know you don't want to be censored. They know you don't want to be controlled. So they're going to promise you all these things that they've they've created this this system, this infrastructure that they control. You don't like that, so they're going to tell you if you just stay a part of it, we can connect you to a better one where there is no censorship and it's decentralized. But the Companies that are centralized and censor are the ones that are sponsoring it. It's a big scam. The big banks, the big mega corporations, everybody's behind the cryptocurrency. They acted like they weren't at first. Now everybody's behind it. Digital currency, yeah, yeah, it's great. The World, uh, the world Government Forum, a World Government uh, Summit last week in Dubai. They said the same thing. We're going to have a new currency, a new digital system. It'll be great. We'll be able to monitor everything they said. 
We can control everything. Control everything. We'll have a perfect record of everything. You'll have perfect control of everything is what you'll have. And if people don't do what they're supposed to do, well, you just turn off that system. Turn it off. Delete it. Click. It's off. You weren't good today. You didn't do what you were supposed to do today. You didn't smile. You didn't take your pill. They'll be able to tell that too because with edible electronics, here's an article from Big Think. They could allow doctors to remotely observe patients' internal health without a visit to the hospital, further enhancing the telehealth revolution and allowing more people access to health care. I mean, most health care is a, is a sham. I mean, you can, you can take care of yourself for the most part. Obviously, there are things that doctors and you know, even an emergency room can help you with, but most, most of the, the money that we spend on health care, you know, I mean, for everything from constipation, because people don't have enough fiber in their diet, to something as simple as, you know, if you, you, you ate le- a little less meat every week because people eat in excess of everything that's, that's fatty and saturated fats and sugars and salts and all these, all these things, if you just reduce your consumption of that a little bit, we could save billions in healthcare. But instead, we have artificial intelligent nutritionists, artificial intelligent nutritionists that will then tell us what we should or shouldn't eat. Hopefully that doesn't become like all these other government-sponsored programs for WIC and food stamps where they're like, okay, you can buy peanut butter, but you have to buy it from Peter Pan peanut butter. That's what WIC tells you in the state of New York. You have to buy this product from this company because those companies pay the government and then it's subsidized through government taxpayer money and then you go buy that company's product to get you hooked on that product. So maybe even if you do, you know, Start making some more money. You do get on your feet. You don't need WIC anymore. Now you still go buy Peter Pan peanut. It's a scam. That's all that it is. It's a scam to get you to buy a corporation's product. That's it's a scam. How can we trust an AI nutritionist to tell us anything different? It's going to tell us the exact same damn thing. You need to have this supplement. You need to eat this product. This company. Don't eat those apples. Those apples aren't any good. You need to eat these apples because they're dried and they have a sprinkle of sugar on them sold by XYZ Corporation. Edible electronics. Origami robots. You swallow them, they open up in the body from the capsule, and they swim around, and they can, they can repair damage inside the body. I had a listener send me this too. American Chemical Society news release, February 28th, 2018. Graphene laser technique opens door for edible electronics. Laser-induced graphene by multi, uh, multiple uh, lacing, call it lacing, toward electronics on cloth, paper, and food. They show a little laser etching an electronical device onto, I think that's an apple, and there's definitely a piece of bread. And then you eat it. The researchers say these results suggest food items could eventually be tagged with RFID antennas. Tracking where the food originated, how long it's been stored, and how it got to the dinner table oh just put rfid not a chip but a basically a bio stamp putting that on your food putting that on your clothing i mean uh, we wouldn't even be able to to have a piece of fruit wouldn't be able to have a have an apple have a have a sandwich everything would be tracked and monitored now, I know that 
you probably know a lot of this stuff. You might not know some things here or there. You know, these are things that, you know, I, I research every day and, and try to put them together in a new, you know, way that we can, we don't have to, you know, rely on the, the same old stale arguments and, you know, the same old stale talking points because we, we, we want to learn something new, you know, just repeat the same things. But when you look at all this stuff, I mean, it's like, we, we don't really have, in, in my opinion, we don't really have, I think, any perspective on what all of this is, is, is leading to. And, and it's not that you need, a, you need a, a genius to figure this out. You don't need a, a late night radio host to figure this out because these companies tell you what they're doing. Samsung tells you what they're building. They tell you it's going to be run by machines. Facebook, Twitter, and all these social media companies, they censor, they block, they harass, they prevent the, the, the open, free expression of the user. And then they tell you, oh, well, since you haven't been able to express yourself freely because there's censorship, because this is very centralized, let's create a new system, new infrastructure. Rather than just taking off the censorship controls, stopping the, the control of the flow of information, they want to build a whole new infrastructure, billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars for what? You think telecommunications companies are investing billions so you can stream Netflix quicker? I don't think so. You think Facebook and Google and Netflix and all these companies and streaming companies, you think they're all you know working individually to create a better experience for the user? No, they're working together to create an algorithm to monitor, to track, and to control everything. You think they're dumping billions of dollars from Google and Apple and, and Twitter and Facebook into creating a digital sub-reality because they want to give you new expressions? Like Mark Zuckerberg said, no, they're doing that so they have absolute control of you. Absolute control of everything, every bit, every piece of information, down to the food you eat. We also have to consider what happens if food can be engineered in a way, and your body can be engineered in a way, we've discussed this on the show before, that if you ingest it, you don't have the right genetic makeup, you can't actually digest the food. I mean, it would be a, a, a horrifying concept for a mark of the beast. You could get the food, you eat it, but your body wouldn't be able to process it because it would have been altered in a way, the food or your body, that it doesn't really, doesn't really register in the body as food. It, it would be like, you know, trying to swallow a nail or something. Like, it's, it's not food. You can't eat it. I mean, you could swallow it, but it's, it's not food. I mean, th- these are terrifying concepts that I don't tell you because I want you to be scared. I want you to be aware of these things. I think the solution is just slowly backing away. Like, you know, you've, you've come face to face with like a rabid dog or, you know, like a mountain lion. You just back away very slowly, you know, make yourself big and just back away slow until you're, until you're safe. Walk away from these, these systems. Walk away from these, these technologies slowly and don't let yourself be duped into participating in this great reset. Because this is just as much about the World Economic Forum as it is about Google, Facebook, etc. The metaverse. And Ray Kurzweil's flying nanobots that are infusing every, every form of matter. And I, I keep seeing this commercial for a company called Lumen. And uh, I was wondering, you know, what is Lumen? So I looked it up. It's a Fortune 500 company. 
actually saw a guy walking down the, the street yesterday, a college student with a, a Lumen shirt on. And a Lumen's one of those companies that, you know, progressive people in particular, they, they don't like big corporations, but then they also support the big corporations when they censor. They support the big corporations when they want to build new infrastructure to create a digital sub-reality because they're weak and pathetic and don't want to live in the organic world. So they want to subject us all to this digital alien environment. They say nothing about big corporations like Lumen that is fully supportive of the fourth industrial revolution. And they have this new device. It came out a, a couple of years ago, but I keep, I get advertisements for it constantly. It, it's, it's a, 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 a metabolism monitoring device. I'll play you the little bit of the commercial here that monitors your internal system. You blow into it and then it, it, it tracks, you know, it tells you what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat and uh, things like that. Eat only raw food. Nothing but plant-based. Eat high fat. Eat low fat. No carbs. Eat six meals. Take a deep breath and hold it. Right now, you hold in your lungs the secret to sustainable weight loss. Oh, they even use the word sustainable. I forgot that. You could breathe out now. This is Lumen, the first device for hacking your metabolism. With just one breath. See, they use the word hacking too. This is what technocrats say. They, they're going to hack the body, hack the mind. Lumen tells you what you're currently burning for energy, carbs, or body fat. So you can see what's going on with your metabolism in real time and what to do about it. Breathe in the morning to get a personalized nutrition plan for the day. One that's based on your personal goals and adaptable to your eating habits. And I find this part funny because personalized eating plan is basically like granola and, and fruit. Like, maybe just eat that anyway. Why do I need to blow into a device to tell me to eat a piece of fruit? Well, why do I need an artificial intelligence, a nutrition AI? This is the New York Times on March 14th telling me what I should or shouldn't eat based on algorithms. Uh, I just it doesn't need to tell me to eat vegetables. It is, they talk about this guy who was like 320 pounds and he dropped about 100 pounds of weight in a year, year and a half. And they attribute it to the AI algorithm. It's like, well, the AI algorithm, if it's just very basic and simple, probably just said, hey, don't eat the Oreos. And since he started eating, you know, more whole foods, he lost weight and his diabetes was made better. It's not because the AI is really, really smart. It's just because humans don't know. So if we get access to the information, we can make these decisions without the artificial intelligence. The danger is corporations that finance and fund this then tell us you should eat those Oreos. Those are fat-free Oreos. Those are good for you. Don't touch the apples. The apples might be dangerous. They got pesticides. Eat the Oreos. Those are good for you, right? Eat the Peter Pan peanut butter, says Wick. You can't buy any other peanut butter, just the Peter Pan peanut butter with all the additional sugars and oils and salts that are added to it. It's not even really, doesn't even taste like real peanut butter as far as I'm concerned. It's disgusting. It's not real peanut butter. Just like Dairy Queen's ice cream isn't real ice cream. It's a frozen dairy dessert treat. Kraft cheese is not actually technically cheese. It's a cheese-like, dairy-like product. That's right. Dairy Queen's ice cream isn't real, and cheese that you peel in those little Kraft slices and make a grilled cheese sandwich, it's not a grilled cheese sandwich. It's a grilled, cheese-like, grilled dairy-like product. It's not an actual piece of cheese. It's fake. Talk, and and the, the people that eat that make fun of vegans for eating fake cheese. You're eating fake cheese too. That's not real cheese. Real cheese is expensive. Okay? That's not real cheese. 
It's like people that eat meat make fun of vegans for not eating meat, for eating soy and tofu. And then it's like you go to McDonald's or Subway was the one that was tested. And most of the Subway chicken wasn't even chicken. Most of the tuna wasn't tuna. It was soy or imitation fish. It wasn't even real. It's all it's the, I mean, that's just a microcosm. Breathe before meal to see how the last one affected you and get recommendations to keep your body on track. Yeah, here's a recommendation. I mean, what is Luma going to do? Like they need this to be like one of those voice assistants in your car. You just ate a big fat pile of nachos and you breathe into Lumen. Lumen's like, Jesus Christ, you just ate like 3000 calories. What the hell's wrong with you? You need to eat something better. Like, why do I need AI to tell me that? That's that's common sense. That's common sense. I don't need AI to tell me or to dictate this to me. You know, but this see, this is right now. This is just an option. You can buy this. It'll, it might be able to help you. See if you have enough energy for your workout or if you should fuel up. I mean, wouldn't you just know if you have enough energy for a workout? Don't you just feel it like, hey, I feel like I'm going to take a walk. Hey, I'm going to go lift some weights. I don't need AI to tell me, hey, you've got enough energy. What to do. It gives you the whys behind it all. Why your weight might be fluctuating. Why you feel low on energy. Why your body is storing carbs. Because the truth is, you have a different metabolism than me, than him, than her. Which is why... I I gotta turn it off because I'm gonna smash this thing. So basically, it's a system that tells you, this is what you should eat, this is why you should eat it, and then this is the energy you have, and maybe you should go work out today. I, I just, it's like the dumbest thing, but for a lot of people, it's a really smart thing because it's new technology. You breathe into it like a breathalyzer. Oh, it's great. Oh, look, the AI nutritionist tells me I should eat the apple and not the big thing of Oreos. That's fantastic. There's no danger to this. There's no danger to letting corporations and insurance companies know what I'm buying and what I'm eating so they can charge me more for health insurance. There's no danger in letting corporations and um, letting letting big government dictate to me what I should or shouldn't eat, and then finding me or 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 you know docking my my credit score, my my social credit score because I'm choosing to eat something or do something they don't like. There's no danger in any of that, is there? Yeah, your TV's not listening to you, your phone's not listening to you, your tablet's not listening to you, your little AI assistant isn't listening to you, recording everything that you say and everything that you do. All that turned out to just be false. It was all just a conspiracy theory. Samsung's TVs weren't watching you. None of that's true. All that's fake. That's false. That's just, you know, fake news. That's made up. It's a conspiracy theory. It's all just made up. It's nonsense. Not real. Not true. I lied to you, you know, for the last 10 years. Other people have been lying longer than that. Those TVs don't want you. Every time you log into social media, send a text message, send an email, none of that's monitored. None of that's tracked. None of that's cataloged. None of that's quantified. None of that's put into a database. None of that is tracked and monitored and used to create a digital version of you. That's all a conspiracy theory. Yeah, these websites like Science Times, Interesting Engineering, people like Elon Musk, they say we got to we got to take the consciousness, remove it from the body, split it open like an egg, scan the consciousness, throw the real source out, let it just evaporate and then put the digital scan into a digital environment into the avatar that's been created. That'll power the 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 source of the AI for the for the the the, the this artificial uh, uh, system to operate in this this artificial intelligence to operate in an artificial environment. And then the physical body that's left over can then just be harvested to fuel the machines that are running off of the digital environment powered by the scanned, copied, replicated consciousness. That's that's all that it is, though. But but you'll be able to to play around in the metaverse and you could fly and you could talk to your friends and you could be there in person. We just we we would like access to your mind, please. I just see like 
like these like twitching kind of just like really anxious aliens being like, yes, it would just give it, let, let, let us into the mind, 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 mind. Well, I can, st- I can still play, you know, games, right? Yeah, you can play games. Just let us into the mind, let us into the mind. Like that old Hulu commercial. Remember Hulu? They had that commercial about the aliens that invented Hulu to liquefy your brain so they could consume it. That's what this is. I don't think that's a metaphor. That's, that's real to some extent. They're just let us into the brain. Let, get, give us the brain. Give us the brain. But, but I, I still get to play the video games, right? I still get access to the porn, right? I can, I can bang, you know, virtual, you know, people in the game. Yeah, you can do all that. Just let us, let us have your brain. We, we need to scan the brain. We need to scan the soul. We need, we need access to all this right now. We just, we got to access all of it. I mean, that's what the brain initiative's for. That's what DARPA is working on. Been working on that for a long, long time. Well, what, do, what do you think? They're doing with all that money and all that technology. They're, they're not building a better world for you. It's about absolute control. Handheld, wearable, fusible, implantable devices, and then replacing everything. DARPA's Neural Engineering System Design Program, working with the Brain Initiative, launched in 2013 to map the entire brain. DARPA's also worked to create a neural interface called N3, allowing for troops to connect to military systems using brainwaves. Well, that isn't terrifying or anything, is it? MIT researchers also designed a system that can hear the words you say in your head using electrodes. And Mark Zuckerberg, remember Mark Zuckerberg said? He said that he wants you to be able to just have free thoughts that are immediately transmitted to the digital environment. Washington Post in 2016, Mark Zuckerberg already has persuaded you to share your status updates, photos, and videos with the world, but you're still being stingy, Zuckerberg insists. You ought to share your unfiltered thoughts with everyone as well. And of course, Elon Musk's Neuralink system, brain-machine interface, and Dmitry Itzkoff's 2045 initiative funding and financing a lot of this stuff, saying that, oh, we'll, we'll be able to have these machines that'll connect to humans, a brain-machine interfaces, and we'll just slowly phase the human out. And the digital consciousness, soul, spirit, that, that'll just be placed into the, uh, the digital sub-reality. And, and we'll use that to fuel and, and to finance the AI, which will then, in this artificial habitat, allow for machines from Samsung 6G network to be controlled in the physical world where your body will be harvested and liquidated to power these physical devices. And, and that's where it all starts. Just give us your brain, give us your soul, give us your spirit, give us your consciousness, and you'll be happy. You'll live forever. It's not living forever. It's eternal spiritual damnation. It is a technological elixir of poison to make you subprime. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. Facebook.com, Gab and Gitter are the social media sites. Please grab my books on the website. You get a free one when you subscribe for one year to the archive. You get the RSS feed. You can download the show. You also get access to the pre-recorded shows when they go uh, up into the archive before the live broadcast later on. You get special exclusive access to that www.thesecretteachings.info We also have Pro One Water Filters and our Patreon for behind the scenes. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast. Time's up.